Hello and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Edward S.F. Walker. I'm here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. And today we look at super intelligence, paths, dangers, strategies, and the classroom. Try to understand the challenge presented by the prospect of super intelligence and how we might best respond. This is quite possibly the most important and the most daunting challenge humanity has ever faced. And whether we succeed or fail, it is probably the last challenge we will ever face. It is a no part of the argument in this book that we are on the threshold of the big breakthrough in the artificial intelligence or that we can predict with any precision when such a development might occur. We look at artificial intelligence, whole brain emulation, biological cognition, and human-machine interfaces as well as networks and organizations. We evaluate the different degrees of plausibility as pathways to superintelligence. The existence of multiple paths increases the probability that the destination can be reached via at least one of them. We can tentatively define a superintelligence as any intellect that greatly exceeds the cognitive performance of humans in virtually all domains of interest. It now seems clear that a capacity to learn would be an integral feature of the core design of a system intended to attain general intelligence, not something to be tacked on later as an extension or an afterthought. The same holds for the ability to deal effectively with uncertainty and probabilistic information. The goal systems of AIs could diverge radically from those of human beings. There's no reason to expect a generic AI to be motivated by love or hate or pride or other such common human sentiments. These complex adaptations would require deliberate, extensive and expensive effort to recreate in AI. This is at once a big problem and a big opportunity. Whole brain emulation does, however, it requires some rather advanced enabling technologies. There are three key prerequisites. Number one, scanning. High throughput microscopy with sufficient resolution and detection of relevant properties. Number two, translation, automated image analysis to turn raw scanning data into an interpreted three-dimensional model of relevant neurocomputational elements. And three, simulation, hardware powerful enough to implement the resultant computational structure. Far from being the smartest possible biological species, we are probably better thought of as the stupidest possible biological species capable of starting a technological civilization. 
a niche we filled because we got there first, not because we are in any sense optimally adapted to it. The fact that there are many paths that lead to superintelligence should increase our confidence that we will eventually get there. If one path turns out to be blocked, we can still progress. That there are multiple paths does not entail that there are multiple destinations. Speed superintelligence. A system that can do all that human intellect can do, but much faster. Collective superintelligence. A system composed of a large number of smaller intellects, such uh, that the system overall's performance across many very general domains vastly outstrips that of any current cognitive system. Quality superintelligence. A system that is at least as fast as a human mind and vastly qualitatively smarter. Given that machines will eventually vastly exceed biology in general intelligence, but that machine cognition is currently vastly narrower than human cognition, one is led to wonder how quickly this usurpation will take place. The question distinct from but related to the question of kinetics is whether there will be one superintelligent power or many. Might an intelligent explosion propel one project so far ahead of all others as to make it able to dictate the future? Or will progress be more uniform, unfurling across a wide front with many projects participating but none securing an overwhelming and permanent lead. Superintelligence could have the great ability to shape the future according to its goals. But what will its goals be? What is the relation between intelligence and motivation in an artificial agent? Here we develop two theses. The orthogonality thesis holds with some caveats that intelligence and final goals are independent variables. Any level of intelligence could be combined with any final goal. The instrumental convergence thesis holds that superintelligent agent having any of a wide range of final goals will nevertheless put similar intermediary goals because they have common instrumental reasons to do so. Taken together, these theses help us think about what a superintelligent agent would do. In a singleton scenario, what happens post-transition depends almost entirely on the value of the singleton. The outcome could thus be very good or very bad, depending on what those values are. What the values are depends in turn on whether the control problem was solved and to the degree to which it was solved on the goals of the project that created the singleton. Capability control is at best a temporary and auxiliary measure, unless the plan is to keep superintelligence bottled up forever. It will be necessary to master motivation selection. But just how could we get some value 
into an artificial agent so as to make it pursue that value as its final goal. While the agent is unintelligent, it might lack the capability to understand or even represent any humanely meaningful value. Yet, if we delay the procedure until the agent is super intelligent, it may be able to resist our attempt to meddle with its motivation system. Suppose we could install any arbitrary final value into a seed AI. The decision as to which value to install could then have the most far-reaching consequences. Certain other basic parameter choices concerning the axioms of the AI's decision theory in epistemology could be similarly consequential. Both foolish, ignorant, and narrow-minded that we are, how could we be trusted to make good design decisions? How could we choose without locking in forever the prejudice and preconceptions of the present generation? We explore how indirect normativity can let us offload much of the cognitive work involved in making these decisions onto the superintelligence itself while still anchoring the outcome in deeper human values. Superintelligence should be developed only for the benefit of all of humanity and indeed in service of wildly shared ethical ideas. We find ourselves in a thicket of strategic complexity surrounded by a dense mist of uncertainty. Though many considerations have been discerned, the details and interrelationships remain unclear and iffy. And there might be other factors we have not even thought of yet. What are we to do in this predicament? Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy. Share it too and spread the word. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning. Thank you. Love and respect.